0: All right, Avalanche fans, and how are we doing today? And uh, that's a question that I normally ask at the beginning of every show. And you can probably tell this is probably going to be a different type of show in tone right off the bat. I decided to not have any intro music because the intro music that we've had, which has changed, if you've noticed, over the last couple of days. And uh, in, in the first handful of episodes, I had the the Avalanche uh, horn whenever they scored and we switched to, uh, something we didn't have to worry about copyright issues with. And even that music is meant to uplift you and, and get you excited for another avalanche podcast. And today's not that day. And, um, you know, I do a, a hockey podcast Uh, A podcast based around one team. And it doesn't seem right to kind of ignore what has happened in the world of sports. And obviously that is the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, So even though I do an, an Avalanche show and a show dedicated to hockey, when something this kind of monumental happens that crosses sports and, and crosses generations and affects uh, the 10-year-old and affects the 80-year-old, I think it's important to stop and pause and remember that person. And this is not going to be anything groundbreaking. We're uh, a small but fun, tight-knit group of people. Um, that follow this show, that get an enjoyment out of the show, and enjoyment out of hockey, and an enjoyment out of the Colorado Avalanche. But I'm sure a lot of you got enjoyment and excitement out of Kobe Bryant as well. And um, you know, when I when I heard about it, my wife, we were kind of, we were just having a lazy Sunday. And my wife kind of just checked her phone and gave a gasp. And my wife tends to do that a lot with things that are uh, minor. I thought something happened in the world of the, uh, you know, E-channel. Something that would be on there. Uh, You know, I didn't really think anything of it. But for some reason, the the tone that she had with this gasp was a little bit different. And um, she just told me, she goes, Kobe Bryant died and unfortunately the world that we live in right now um, somebody of his stature and the age that he's at you think it's not real You, you know like not that I you know I knew that it happened and then you say like oh this can't be real I literally thought like, okay, who, what, you know, who put that up? Like, what fake news organization put that up, or fake website, like The Onion or something like that. You, you literally, I mean, you mean use you use use the phrase "this doesn't seem real" all the time when someone like that dies. But before, like, her, my immediate reaction was, no, that that's not true. Um, and I grabbed my phone and, um. Started looking around for things, and it was so fresh, there wasn't really a lot. So still, in my head, I'm thinking, like, no, this can't. It'll come out. He'll put a tweet out or something like that saying, like, I don't know why people think I have died, but I'm alive and well. (laughs) But slowly but surely, I start getting notifications on my phone, just checking news feeds. And, you know, it was just complete and utter shock when it was confirmed that it was him. And then you know you you kind of just go through all these different range of emotions and and I you know I'm not I'm not so connected to the the NBA world like I used to be. Um, maybe early in his playing, career, towards the end of his, I almost I want to say like towards the end of his career, I started like <clears throat> losing interest a little bit in the in the NBA. I started to go down as his career went on. I basically would kind of liken it to that. Um, but even so, even if I was not that type of person that really followed the NBA my entire life, and when I was a kid, I was huge into it, and it just went downhill. I, I don't know. I just, I, didn't, I couldn't connect with the players as much. I just don't like the style of play anymore. Uh, but he was that player that crossed boundaries in terms of it didn't matter which which sport you followed. You knew who he was. I don't follow NASCAR. But when Dale Earnhardt died, you know who he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I still remember seeing that headline and being in complete shock. <laughs> but I didn't need to follow NASCAR to, for it to impact me. This is a little bit different. This is, I, 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 like I said, when Kobe Bryant got into the league, I was still very much involved in NBA. But that doesn't matter he's he's just that type of player where he you know who he is and what he can do and i think the way he died is kind of what's bothering me and affecting pe- people and affecting me you know he wasn't in like a he wasn't like drag racing with friends on the las Ve- or you know las vegas or los angeles strip in hot rod cars you know, he's, he, he's not a drug addict. He didn't overdose on anything like that. Which those would have been tragic in their own right. He was going to his daughter's basketball game. Granted, they were going there in a helicopter, which is not something you or I would use as transportation to go to our sons or daughters or anybody's basketball game. But <clears throat> him being who he is, owns helicopters. A lot of them do. And typically it is a safe way to travel. It's probably more safer than driving a car anyway. And I, as of right now, there's no... Or there maybe there is, but... I just kind of had to shut it off after a little while. It just seemed like it was a foggy day and the weather had something to do with it. So that, I think, is what's difficult for people to grasp. Is the fact that he was being a dad... And going to his daughter's basketball game. As far as Kobe Bryant, like the player, <clears throat> like I said, I, I can remember um, he's three years older than me. Four, Three years older than me? Three years older than me. So when he was playing high school basketball, I was kind of just getting into high school. Because of guys like him, you know, when you're that young, you have aspirations of jumping from the NBA or jumping from college, high school, before going college, going straight to the NBA. Um, I remember the very first interview I ever saw with him. The, and it's the only reason I watched the show, because I knew he was going to be on. He was on the Rosie O'Donnell show. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell had her own talk show. And, and he was on it. And... I don't know, there was something about him on that show where I was like, oh, he seems like a pretty cool guy, but he wasn't expected to do much. He wasn't he he wasn't expected to be a top 10 pick. Um I think where he fell, I don't remember his exact uh the time, wh- where he was exactly drafted. But I knew I know he was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. And just imagine if they had kept him, but uh he was traded to Los Angeles in a draft day trade. And that's almost fitting. Like it's all, like his personality is almost suited for Los Angeles and not Charlotte. Nothing. It's Charlotte. I lived there for a little while. It's a great city. But his his ego and his style of play is was meant for the big stage. It wasn't meant for Charlotte or Milwaukee <clears throat> or places like that. It was meant for Los Angeles, <laughs> and maybe New York, and other than that. They weren't going to be able to to give him what he could give cities like that. He needed the big stage. And as his life and career went on in the early stages, he did some stupid things. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm not going to dwell on any of that stuff, but he's not perfect. He wasn't perfect. And none of us are. So if there's a person out there that can say, I have lived the perfect life, and you want to criticize him for some of the mistakes he made when he was young in his marriage, then go ahead. But we've all done stupid things in our lives in any number of categories in our lives. So who are we to judge him? And he's on a. And you can say, you know, well, oh, he's a professional. Well, yeah, he is, which means he's on a bigger stage and he's even more micromanaged than we are. And people make mistakes. And he, <clears throat> I think, as his life went on, he more than atoned for them. So I was going to get to some hockey today, but I think. Um, <clears throat> There's a couple more things I want to say about him. And we'll see where the show takes us right now. Honestly, this is kind of still... Uh, as, as the day has gone on, <clears throat> it it just seems more and more shocking. So, um, there's a couple more things I want to get to about him. And, and then we'll just go from there. Alright guys, so <clears throat> welcome back and... Um, you know, this is the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. And uh, we're kind of taking a break from that today. And we're kind of uh, re- remembering Kobe Bryant in our own type of way, just from a fan perspective. And from a fan perspective, <clears throat> like I said, I remember seeing him on that show, being drafted, uh, being traded, not having the best rookie year, um, and then just taking off. And then he just. Projected himself to the upper echelon of the NBA. And because of that, I really disliked him. <laughs> he, because he was so good. He's, he's that type of player where you dislike a certain guy because they're so good. And it just seemed like everything would fall his way. And then he started winning championships. And they started winning MVPs and all-star MVPs. And then just because it, like Jordan, you know what I mean? Like everybody always wanted to compare Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan. Where do they, before LeBron came around? And it didn't matter. Like it's, he's his own style of player. And now you can almost, you you wonder who's going to be the next Kobe Bryant. There's never going to be another Michael Jordan. So who's going to be the next Kobe Bryant? Who's going to be the next LeBron James? He's up in that level. And because of that, I didn't really root for him. <laughs> he, he annoyed me because he was so good. And he's, he's one, also one of those players that, as time went on, I felt myself rooting for him Like towards the end of his career. There are certain players that, um, that, that I find myself doing that. And I really think like if Peyton Manning hadn't come to the Broncos, I might have done the same thing with him. It was really easy for me to root for Peyton Manning because he came to Denver and played with the Broncos. But there's just something about a player who's kind of at the end of their career. And if they haven't won something, you're definitely rooting for them. Um, if they haven't been there in a while, you're definitely rooting for them to kind of have, like, the John Elway send-off to just win it one more time. And <clears throat> he was that he was that guy for me. Like, I, I, I did find myself in the last maybe five years of his career on the downside um really rooting for him, not like I tune into his games all the time, but i peek out of the corner of my eye, like, how how is he doing? How are the Lakers doing? <clears throat> Do they have any chance or anything like that? Um, but to get back to the thing, how about he was, how so incredibly talented he was, when I found out he scored uh, the 80-point game, I think it was 81, I remember uh, just flipping on, like, ESPN News just to turn on. And, and at the time, they always had that, uh, whatever was breaking news in the, in the left-hand side of the TV. <clears throat> and um, I remember flipping it on and seeing, you know, breaking news, Kobe scores 81. And I wasn't shocked. I, my, I remember my reaction was, oh, that's that's a very Kobe Bryant thing to do. Because he's that talented, where you you can expect him to do something that grand. You know, if if I, I was I was a Knicks player uh, Knicks fan growing up when I was a kid, if if John Starks scored eighty one points, that would be like incredible and amazing. And for Kobe Bryant to do it, yeah, it's incredible and amazing, but it's half expected because he's that talented and that good and if you he want he's that type of guy when he wanted to take over a game, you could not stop him. So was I shocked that he scored eighty one points? Honestly, I was like, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense to me. Because he was that good. And pretty much this has consumed most of uh the day, you know, and it makes sense that it does. <clears throat> Cause this is this is one of those events where we are going to always remember how we found out where we were all those things that come with kind of a shocking death in the world of sports in the world of music in the world of entertainment <clears throat> when something like this happens you you remember the finer details for the rest of your life and like i said that the story that i told in the beginning that that's uh, i'll Tell that story to my kids when they get old enough, and you're telling them about Kobe Bryant. Um, it's just a, a shock. You you want your kind of like your icons, and he and he is an icon. I mean he he will go down. He's got to be you know could be the greatest Laker of all time, and that is saying a lot. You know you're putting up against some mighty mighty men that have worn that Lakers uniform. But all those guys that we're talking about or that I'm you know alluding to they're still alive the majority of them. Um, Because you want your icons and you expect your icons to live a very long healthy life and pass away when their time is ready. You know when they're in their 80s or their 90s, not when they're in their young 40s, <clears throat> that's not when it's supposed to happen. So like I said, one of the things I couldn't keep doing was just watching the television about it um, for a number of reasons, just seeing the the crash site um, just got a little much and kind of what they were talking about just got repetitive. Over and over again, but in scrolling through social media um, that I I got some enjoyment out of and it made me smile a little bit to see not just what people were posting, but images of him um, kind of, you know, like the bigger name guys like Shaq posting things and um, even the hockey community, Alex Alex Ovechkin has come out and said things just NHL um, in general came out with something, so this is what I'm saying, how he just crossed borders, um, and he was this, he, he was the generation, this generation's Michael Jordan after Michael Jordan called it a career, um, but it, it was good to kind of scroll through and just see a bunch of, of clips of his and sound bites of his, um, and it, it kind of just, You know, I think I'll probably do that for a good amount of time tomorrow because this is not going away. Obviously, Um, you you will probably see a story somewhere where, when things like this happen, the internet um, noticeably has an increase in traffic. You know, pretty much the traffic on the internet stays moderate throughout the day, each and every day. When something like this, this happens, there's a noticeable uptick in that when people are flooding uh the internet and it's with good reason. You know, a lot of people a lot of people had posters of him on their walls and his jersey. I mean it, it one you could probably go to any pick a game. Pick a, a, a basketball game that's being played throughout the entire season that doesn't include Los Angeles. It could be like the magic and the Pelicans. And you are going to find someone in that stands that has a Kobe Bryant jersey on, guaranteed. That's how much people respected him and and were fans of his. You can go to any game, now you're definitely going to see it more and more. But the uh, and the last two things that I'll kind of finish with today, <clears throat> and we will get back to. Um, all Colorado Avalanche things tomorrow, I promise. I just didn't feel like acting like this didn't happen. Um, so if not, this is just for selfish reasons to kind of maybe have 20 plus minutes just to kind of remember this guy that, like I said, who wasn't perfect early in his life, but I think more than atoned for it as he continued to live his life. Um, so the two things that I'll fi- I'll close with, you know, obviously he's not in the hall of fame yet just because he retired three years ago. So, um, it's kind of sad that he's not going to be there for that induction ceremony. And that's usually, <clears throat> you know, a happy time and ex- exciting time for that particular player and his family. Um, And that's going to be a sad day because it'll be another couple years before he gets in. So we're going to have to revisit this all over again. Um, But obviously, he's going to get in the Hall of Fame with flying colors. And it'll be just another time to remember him. And like I said, you know, it's going to be a sad day for his family. And not only because they lost him, and this is where it gets tough. (laughs) Uh, they they lost his daughter as well. And everybody wants to say, oh, you know, you know, being a parent, you know, that's the part that hurts. And yeah, but I think just even if you're not a parent and you hear someone of her age passing the way that she did. Maybe you can be happy that it was with her father. Um, but either way, it sucks from everything that I've been seeing today, and I wasn't like a <clears throat> Kobe Bryant um, you know, follower or anything like that, in terms of following him on social media and stuff like that. Everything that I'm seeing today is she was, she was every bit as good as him in uh, women's basketball, and, or girls basketball, and had every intention of continuing uh, her career, and from what I understand, Wanted to go to UConn, which is the, you know, the top tier of women's basketball. <clears throat> and she had the bloodline to do it. Um, and that is equally as tragic as anything that happened today. <clears throat> so, I guess, um, we'll just... End this here, just I guess by saying thank you to Kobe Bryant. And as much as I couldn't stand you early in your career, like I said, because you were so good and you constantly beat my team, um, it was because you were so good. And it was honestly a joy to watch you play. And it, I guess you know, if the the only way this could be. A, would have been more tragic as if this happened and he was still playing and we didn't get to see it all the way through but i was i followed you basically since you left high school or graduated high school and went to the nba and i always kept an eye on him because we were close in age and i was just amazed that someone a couple years older than me was that good at a sport that i was playing too so he blew me away and because of that i was jealous of you Uh, but you were incredible to watch and I think everybody can have their Mount Rushmore's and I'm not going to get into that stuff uh, on where you stand in the ranking of the top whatever players but you flat out were one of the best and I thank you for um, entertaining me through all those years and your numbers will probably always be towards the top of the overall NBA categories and definitely the Laker categories. I think the only one you're not number one in is like assists, and that's clearly because Magic Johnson played for uh, the Lakers. So good luck in catching that number. But everything else, I believe you're number one and deservedly so, and I think you will probably stay there for a very, very long time, um, which is good to see. And you have two numbers hanging from the rafters, rafters add to the Staples Center, and uh, those obviously will never come down. And I will leave, and I posted this uh, tweet to Twitter, and why not quote one of the greatest baseball movies, The Sandlot, when the guy who played Babe Ruth, I don't know his name, uh, leaves Benny the Jet by saying, heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Kobe Bryant is flat out, a legend. That's going to do it for today, guys. We will see you tomorrow, and we'll get back on with the Avalanche News reviews and one step closer to real, live hockey.